Gemara Erubin has been sponsored by Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife Celia for their success, for their children's success, health, happiness, beracha, parnasav, atzlaha, bechol maaseh yedehem. Daf Samech Vav. Today's daf has been dedicated by Mr. Isaac Shrebad in honor of his parents Jack and Marilyn. Hashem Alehem Yechyu Amen. Today's daf is being studied by Lunishmat Hakam Baruch Rafael Ben Miriam and Avraham Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Beganaeden Amen. We are going to begin on Samirvav Amudrishon and we are going to begin on the first wide line. If you remember in our last daf, at the end of Samecheh, we had a scenario where the Chachamim found themselves at a Pundak. Pundak was an inn, and the Gemara says the non-Jewish owner of that Pundak was originally not there over the Shabbat. So therefore they were able to make an Eruv in the Hatser, which allowed them to carry. However, on Shabbat, the Goy, the owner of the Pundak, he showed up. So the question they had was, the rule is that when there's a Goy in the Hatser, the only way to be allowed to carry is that you have to rent his Rishut from him. So the question was, are they able to rent his reshut from him on Shabbat? Now that he surfaced, now that he came, could you do it on Shabbat? Now of course, uh, even if you'd be allowed to rent his property, it still would not allow them to carry in the Hatzir. That being for the simple reason. Once the Goy comes back, the eruv that they made on Arab Shabbat is now batel umbutal. It is negated. Because again, the eruv was made before the goy was there. When he surfaces, when he comes back, now the eruv is nullified. So technically, they had to do another procedure as well. They rent the property from the goy, then everybody in the haser uh, relegates their property to one person in the Hasir. So therefore now it comes where you have uh, one uh, Jew living in the Hasir, so he would be allowed to carry himself from his house into the Hasir. The Goy is not a problem because they rented his uh, property from him on Shabbat, and everybody else will be limited. They cannot carry from their homes into the Hasir, but they would be permissible to carry in the Hasir proper things that were in the Hasir already from before Shabbat. So again, that was the question. Are they allowed to make a sechirut? Are they allowed to rent the property from the goy <clears throat> on Shabbat? And then, of course, they would mevatel the reshut to one of the dwellers in the hatser, and then it would be permissible for him to carry from the house to the hatser, and they as well to carry in the hatser. So that was the question. So the Gemara said that they had a tradition that is permissible. And if you remember, the Gemara said, and I quote on the Amud Ber of Samicheh, Amar lehu Rabbi Chayabar Abad, Nismoch ad-Devrei Zaken, v'niskor. So they said, we can rely on the 
elder rabbi who happened to be Rav Hananya Bar Yosef that said it's permissible to rent on Shabbat. Now, of course, you're not renting with money. The Mephashim explained that we're going to give some bread or some type of food, let's say, to the Goy. That would be considered the rental payment. And then already it's considered that his chalik is uh, rented. Uh, the Gemara then said that they asked Rabbi Yohanan uh, if they did right. And he said, asitem, You did good, uh, that you rented the uh, reshut. So now the Gemara is going to continue to discuss the legality of that case. And we begin. Tahu ba The rabbis of Neharda'a, they analyzed this case and the ruling of Rabbi Yohanan and they were in wonderment. Tahu. They were in shock. They tried to understand it. Rashi actually has a little different interpretation uh, of the word Tahu. Shitat Rashi is that they smelled it, so to speak. You know, they were trying to understand it or uh, figure it out. In any event, comes the Gemaran says, Tahu ba The rabbis of Nehardea tried to make sense of the statement. Umi amar Did indeed Rabbi Yohanan say that on Shabbat, it is permissible to rent the property of the goy that showed up on Shabbat. But didn't Rabbi Yohanan say, That the law of the renter is equivalent to the law of making an iruv, meaning an iruv haserot, meaning there's similarities between renting, for example, renting the property of the goy, and sechirut, I'm sorry, and making an eruv, meaning setting up an eruv hasrut. What is it? My love must be that Rabbi Yohanan's intention was, Ma me'arev me'be'odyom, That just like to make an eruv in the hatzir, it must be done me'be'odyom, meaning it must be done from Friday afternoon, so too, when you make sikhirut, when you rent the property of the goy, it must be made also on Friday afternoon. So how could you tell me that Rabbi Yohanan said, that you did good by renting the goy's property on Shabbat, he was the one that said, sikhirut is like an iruv. And it must, have meant that he, it must have been that he meant, that it's like an iruv in the sense that it must be done, so the Gemara says, Lo. no, that's not so. That was not the connection that he was comparing Sikhirut to Eruv. He was comparing it to Eruv in regarding to three other laws. And now we say the three laws. Number one, Number one, just like we learned earlier in the Masechet, that you could make an Eruv even with less than a shave peruta, meaning even if the bread that you use is less than a peruta's worth, it is considered a good eruv. So too, when it comes to renting the property from the goy, it'll also work befachot meshave peruta. So that's the first correlation. Number two, uma me'arev, just like when it comes to uh, the law of eruv, afilu sechiro ulkito. Which means, the people that are joining in the Eruv of the Chaser, if let's say you have a Jew that is a Sakhir 
in a goy's residence, meaning he works for him. He has an employment, and therefore he has a chelik in the goy's house. That is called sechiro, meaning he's a permanent worker. Or ulkito means he has temporary work in the months of the katsir and the asif, meaning during the harvest seasons, but since the Jew has rights in the Goy's house, even as an employee, so then already it's not considered a Goy's house anymore. It's considered a Jewish residence. And therefore, he can be part of the Eruv. So too, So too, when it comes to renting the residence of a Goy who is in the Hatser, if let's say there's a Goy there, who is a sahir or a lakit, who is an employee of the landlord who is a goy, so he is able to make the renting to the other dwellers in the hatser. So therefore, again, correlation number two, just like an eruv can be made by a sahir and a lakit, meaning by a Jew who is dwelling in the goy's house, since the employee has rights in the house, so it becomes like a Jewish residence that the Eruv can be made with the Jew. And the contrary, he has to make an Eruv. Point is, it's not considered a Goy's house that you would have to rent. So too, a Sakhir and the Lakit will have application when they are a Sakhir of a Lakit, a Goy to a Goy, meaning the Goy is the landlord and he has a worker. Uh, in the house, doing work for him, either permanent or temporary, sahir or lakit, so the Jews would be able to rent from the sahir and lakit in order to allow themselves to carry in the hatser. So that is the second uh, correlation, second connection. <clears throat> Number three, uma me'arev, just like when it comes to the law of Eruv, if let's say you have five dwellers that are uh, living in one chatser. For example, let's say you have um, two chatserot that are open to each other. And you have three uh, people in one chatser and two people, let's say, in another chatser. Echad me'arev al chulam. But the way they're able to do it is like this. Let's say the three houses in one chaser, they make an eruv by themselves. And the two houses in the other chaser, they make eruv by themselves as well. Now they want to join them. So one of the residents of the, let's say, chaser of three, takes the bread of that eruv, and he goes and he's the shaliyah of that chaser, and he goes to the other chaser of two, and he gives it to them, and they place it in the same house where their eruv is. Now they have a shituf, and they can carry from chaser to chaser. So I read that inside. You have five members of a chaser that are joining together. Which means one member of the chaser can take the bread of that eruv and go to the other chaser as a shaliyah. And he can uh, make the shituf with them as the representative. And then he'll be able to carry in <coughs> both hatserot. So too, so too when it comes to the law of renting the property from the goy. Hamisha, if you have five dwellers. Shishiurim ahat. In this case, they're all in one hatser. Echad socher al yede kulan. Which means... 
one of them, one of the members of the Hatser, can be the representative to go to the Goy and rent it for everybody. Meaning not everybody has to go to the Goy and be part of the renting. One of the members can actually rent. Now, uh, it sounds like, the Mephashim explained this over here, which means we're talking about where the members of the Hatser, the Jews, they made an Iruv amongst themselves. Problem is, they got the Goy in there. So how do they get rid of the Goy? They rent this property. So the Hidush is, everybody makes an Iruv, and then they send the Goy, and I'm sorry, then they send one of the Jews as a representative to go rent the Goy's house for the group. So that's how it's similar to Iruv. Just like they both, Hatserot make an Iruv, and then to join both Hatserot, one of the members uh, brings the Iruv to the other Hatser, so to here, they make an Iruv in the Hatser, and then one of the members goes and rents the house from the Goy. But there's an interesting Bi'ur Halakha over here. The Bi'ur Halakha says, it's better to do the opposite. Meaning, first to rent the house from the Goy, and only after that, to make the Iruv Hatserot. Why? He says, you have a technical problem. Because if you're going to make the Iruv first, now when you make an Iruv, you make a Berakha. So they're going to make the Berakha al-Mitzvat Iruv. Now they're going to send one of the guys to go rent from the Goy. Let's say the Goy doesn't want to rent. So now it comes out, they made a Berakha le-Batala. So therefore he says, the Hiddush of Rabbi Hanan is, first you should go rent from the Goy. Now, even though when the guy is renting from the Goy, uh, he's not part of any Iruv yet, but doesn't matter. Once he now becomes part of the Iruv, so automatically it's considered as if the group rented the uh, Hatse, the uh, residence of the Goy, and therefore it would be permissible for them to carry. So therefore, let's just review. When the Buchanan made his statement that said, Socher Kim'arev, it was in regard to these three laws. Law number one, that... Eruv and Sechirut can be done Number two Eruv and Sechirut can be done with Sechiro and Lekito And number three That the Eruv and the Sechirut can be done with a representative That represents the other people in the Hatser However When it comes to the law that we were discussing There is no correlation Meaning Eruv must be done mebe'od yom, can only be done on Friday. However, when it comes to Sechirut, it can be done even on Shabbat. So there is a difference between Eruv and Sechirut. And that's why Rabbi Hanan said originally, Yafeh asitem shesechartem. You did good by renting it from the Goy on Shabbat, because that indeed would be permissible. And we continue the Gemara. Gemara says, going back on the subject that we are talking about, that Rabbi Hanan agreed that it is permissible to make the Sikhirut <coughs> in the middle of Shabbat in order to allow the Jews to carry. Again, through the fact that they were going to mivatel their reshut subsequently to one of the dwellers in the Hatser. Now again, I repeat again, as I said in the beginning of the shi'ud, the only way this is going to work is if the members of the Hatser subsequently mivatel their reshut to one member. Because once the goy shows up on Shabbat, there is no more Iruv. That is mivatel the original Iruv. 
So now there's no Eru. So renting from the Goy doesn't help anything. Now you, you got the Goy out of the way, but you just have a bunch of Jews living together without any Eruv. So they're going to have to mevatel their issue to one of the members. So on that, the Gemara says, Again, Azar over here tried to understand this statement of Rabbi Hanan. It was difficult in his eyes. As we explained from Nashi, he was smelling it, meaning trying to understand it. Amar Rabbi Zerah, Ma'i tahayyad Rabbi Al-Azhar. Rabbi Zerah says, What was Rabbi Al-Azhar difficult? What was he trying to figure out? Amar Rav Sheshat, Gabra Rabbaki Rabbi Zerah, Lo yada, Ma'i tahayyad Rabbi Al-Azhar. He said, Such a great man like Rabbi Zerah. <coughs> he doesn't know the difficulty that Rabbi Al-Azhar had. Kakad shaleh de Shmuel Rabbi. He was bothered because of a statement that Shemuel made, <coughs> and that posed a difficulty on this case. <coughs> what did Shemuel say? <coughs> so the Gemara is going to explain. The Amar Shemuel. So Shemuel is going to give rules first. So let's get the rules that he gives, and then the Gemara is going to explain the application of each one of the rules that he's going to say. The Amar Shemuel. Kol makom sheosrin umearvin. Anytime people are living in a chaser. For example, you have Jews that are living in a chaser. And the fact that they're living in the chaser, it is forbidden for them to carry without an eruv. Meaning, kol makom sheosrin. Any scenario where it would be asur for the dwellers to carry. And the only way they would be able to is what? To make an Eruv. But if they did not want to make an Eruv, it would be forbidden for them to carry. Then the law is Mibatilin. Then the law of Bitul Reshut will work. Again, let's remind ourselves of the concepts. Bitul Reshut means is one of the members of the Hatser is able to nullify his rights to the Hatser to the other members. Now, that's a very important halakha because it'll manifest itself <clears throat> in the case that we've been discussing, or for that matter, other cases where, let's say, one guy forgot to make a eruv. He did not join the eruv with the rest of the group. So now he ruins it for everybody else. But the fact is, if he can make bitul, so on Shabbat he could say, listen, even though I, I'm not part of the eruv and I ruin it for you, I nullify my rights to everybody else. So he's out. And now it's considered everybody's part of their own group. <clears throat> and therefore the bitul will help them to carry in the chatzir from their homes on Shabbat. So Shemuel gave a rule on this. He said, only kol makom she'osrim umarvin. They only gave this leniency of bitul reshut where it was necessary. Meaning where it was pressing, where you didn't have too many options. For example, in the case where the only way you can carry is through eruv, then already, and without an eruv, it would be forbidden. Then they gave you the leniency of mebatlin, that one of the members can mebatil the shoot to the others. However, me'arbin ve'en osrim, which means if you have a case that it's possible for the members to make an eruv amongst themselves, but if they didn't, it still would not osir them to carry, or for that matter, osrin, which means, if in a scenario, let's say, it's forbidden for them to carry, and Eruv is not an option, then already Bitul is not considered 
an option. And now the Gemara is going to explain all these statements of Shemuel one by one. And we begin. When it says, any scenario where the members of the Hasid are forbidden to carry, and what allows them to carry is the setup of an Eruv, so then the deen is what? Mibatlin, the law of Bitul Reshut applies. Kegon, zu mizu. A case that we've been familiar with, that we've seen several times, in your Art Scroll, in the uh, Art Scroll Hebrew edition, you have that uh, in your picture uh, number 16. Again, basically it's two Hatserot that are back to back to each other, and we have the inner one is called the Pinimit, and the outer one is called the Chitsona. Now, the only way for the Pinimit people to get out is through the Chitsona. There's only one exit into the Mavui. So the law is, in this case over here, the Pinimi is Osed Tiltul in the Chitsona. As we learned earlier, uh, according to all opinions, uh, in this case over here, we have a principle that says, Regel ha'asura bimkoma, a leg or people that are forbidden to carry in their area, are also oser uh, the other hatser in front of them. Meaning, these, let's say, people that are in the uh, back hatser. Let's say they did not make an eruv amongst themselves. The guys in the back said they didn't make an eru, so for certain they cannot carry. So that's considered regel ha'asura bimkoma. So according to everybody, since the only way they, they can get out is through the chitsona, so they are osir the chitsona as well. So therefore the only way that it would be permissible, which means again, even if the Chitsona made an Eruv amongst themselves, still they are going to be forbidden to carry. Why? Because since the Chitsona, the Penimit, the only way for them to get out is going through the Chitsona, so they're considered part of the Chitsona. And since they were not joined in the Eruv, they're considered Regil Ha'asura Bim Koman, they have the ability to be Osir Shelo Bim Koman. That's according to everybody, even according to the Hakamim that argue on Rabbi Akiva. And therefore, in this case, over here, this is a classic case of kol makom she'osrin, in a case over here where everybody's going to be asud, and the only way to matir is through making an eruv. Like in this case, the pinimi must join an eruv with the hitsona. So therefore, they gave the leniency of mebatlin, meaning... If let's say the Pinimi did not join in the Eruv, they have the ability to nullify their Reshut to the Hitsona, they can mevatel to the Hitsona their rights of passage, and therefore it would be permissible for the Hitsona to carry. So that's the scenario. The first klal of Shemuel, the way it manifests itself. Again, I repeat, you have two Hatserot, an inner and an outer. The inner did not make the Eruv. So therefore it's considered Regel HaSurabim Koma. Hidush is that they are now going to be Osir the Hitsona, because they have rites of passage. 
So the only way is to make an iruv amongst both the pinimi and the ritsona, or they could be mivatel. If they uh, give up their rights, relinquish their rights of passage, so therefore the iruv of the ritsona will serve well for them to carry in their own hatzer. So that is the first klal and an application. The next klal. Me'arbin ve'en osrin. If you have a scenario where you can make an iruv, but if you didn't make an iruv, still the residents are not asur to carry en mebatlin, then you don't have the leniency of bitul. Kegon, shte hatzerot, you have two hatzerot that are side by side to each other, the length of the mavui. And uh, each one has its own exit into the Mavui. Again, in your art scrolls, you have a picture on number 17 of uh, two Hatserot that are next to each other. Again, there's an opening to one Hatser to the other, but there's also their own exit to each Hatser to the Mavui. Upetach echad benehen, the Gemara says, and there's an opening between the two Hatserot to each other. Now, if they wanted to, these Hatserot, since there's a door between them, they would be able to make an Eruv together. And therefore, with that Shituf, they would be able to carry from Haser to Haser. But even if they didn't make an Eruv with each other, they would be permissible to carry in their own respective Hatserot. Meaning, the <coughs> Hatserot do not Oser each other. Which means if <coughs> each chaser made their own iruv, it's fine. Doesn't affect the other chaser. Therefore, there is no law over here of bitul reshut. For example, let's say now they made an iruv together, both chaserot, and one guy forgot to be part of the iruv. They do not give him the option now to say, I relinquish my reshut to everybody else in the Hatzer. Because now, uh, since this is a case of where they were able to make an Eruv ve'en osrin, each one was able to make an Eruv on their own, the law of Bitul will not apply. Now the Gemara gives the next rule of Shemuel. <clears throat> osrin ve'en me'arvin in a case where they are asur to carry in the Hatser, and Irub is not going to help them, which means, what type of case is that? Where even if you make an Irub in a Hatser, you would not be allowed to carry. How is that possible? So the Gemara says, It must be talking about a case where the Jews are living in the Hatser with the Goy. Now, the two Jews are Osir each other from carrying in the Hatser. And even if they make an Eruv amongst themselves, they're still forbidden because they have the Goy living with them. And Shemuel said very clearly in such a case, En Mebatlin, that the option to be Mebatel Reshut does not apply. So that goes against what we learned above. Because we learned above, Rabbi Yohanan taught, 
that in the case where the Goy showed up on Shabbat, what did they say? Rent the property from him on Shabbat, and then all the members will nevatel their shoot to one of the members of the Hatzer, and that will allow them to carry. But what do you mean? Shemuel said clearly, Osrin ve'en me'arvin, in a case where Eruv does not help to carry, meaning in a case where there's a goy in the Hatzer, bitul reshut does not help. So the uh, Gemara continues to explain the question. Which means, maybe you'll tell me, that what Shemuel was talking about, that uh, it's not possible to make the bitul reshut, it's because we're talking about a case where the goy came yesterday, which means the goy showed up on Friday before Shabbat, uh, as opposed to our case over here, where we have no choice where the joy showed up, where the Jew, where the goy showed up on Shabbat, which means maybe Shemuel was only talking about a case where the goy showed up on Friday. Then we don't give an option of. Bitul Reshut, but in our case over here, where the Jew, sorry, where the Goy showed up on Shabbat, maybe, since we have no other Etzah, we have no other option, maybe it's permissible. So the Gemara says, Logar Me'etmol, which means, technically, that from the day before, from yesterday, they would have been able to rent the Reshut uh, from the Goy, and then they were able to make the Eruv. Which means, uh, what was the scenario that Shemuel was talking about? Osrim ve'en me'arbin. Meaning like this. When you're telling me there's a nukhri, bitul reshut doesn't work, and therefore it's talking about where the case where there was a nukhri, for sure the case must be talking about where even when the goy came out on Shabbat, because if he came because if he came on Friday, what's the Hidush? If he came on Friday, for sure they could have rented from him and make an Iruv. So he didn't have to come on to Bitul Rishut. That's the point. Meaning, Shemuel, you're telling me Bitul Rishut doesn't work. Well, what's the scenario? If the Goy came on, is there on Friday? Between the shoot, you don't need. All you do is got to rent it from the goy. So since you could rent it from the goy, so therefore everybody makes an eruv amongst themselves. Rent it from a goy, you're okay. The case over here must be Shemuel was coming to say was what, where the goy showed up on Shabbat. Where even if you made an eruv, you have no option. You still need to rent it from a goy. And still Shemuel said that what. That where a roof does not help you to carry, for example, in this case where the goy showed up on Shabbat, so then already you cannot make bitul reshut. So again, I clarify the question. This was the question that Abil Hazar had, based on the teaching of his rabbi. How did you tell us above that it would be permissible to rent from the goy and then make bitul reshut? Shemuel clearly says that Bitul Rishut does not help in a scenario where there is a Goy. And it must be talking about where the Goy came on Shabbat. Because if the Goy came before Shabbat, so then already you don't have to come on to Bitul Rishut. Then already it's enough just to rent from the Goy and you have your Eruv. And I must be talking where they came on Shabbat, where your Eruv is not an Eruv anymore. Now you have an, the only option is the what? That they have to move a tail to one guy.
So comes the Gemara and says, El alav, and I quote, we're on Amud Bet, Shabeta. For sure that what well, we're talking about a case where he came on Shabbat. And what did Shemuel say? If the Goy is Oseriu and Eruv does not help, So therefore, this was a statement that was a problem to the B. El Azar. So it comes out, we have a great mahlokit regarding this case. According to the Bi'ohanan, he said, they can make bitul reshut. And according to the Bi'ohanan, based on Shemuel's teaching, he said that you cannot. That's based on Shemuel's statement. So it's a mahlokit to Bi'ohanan and Shemuel. Trishonim have a big mahlokit, exactly who we posek like. The Ben Wahanan El and the Rif, the Rambam and the Rosh, they were posek like Rabbi Yohanan, that bitul reshut does work when the goy came out on Shabbat. And according to uh, Ben Yitzhak, he was posek like Shemuel, that it does not work when the goy shows up on Shabbat. Comes the Gemara and says, back to this statement of Shemuel. Shemuel made a statement. Let's review. When the two Hatserot were back to back to each other, meaning you have a Pinimi and you have a Chitsona. So in that case, we said that the Pinimi, the people on the inside, can mevatel their reshut to the Chitsona. What does it mean, mevatel their reshut? They can nullify their rites of passage, meaning if the Chitsona made an Iruf and the Pinimi did not, normally they would Oser the Chitsona. But since they can make Bitul, so therefore they re- they relinquish their rites of passage, so therefore it would be permissible. So the Gemara says, Amar of Yosef, Lo Yosef says, I never heard uh, Shemuel say this statement. Amar Abayeh. So Abayeh says to Rabbi Yosef, At Amart Nihalan. says, what are you talking about? You were the one that told it to us. Ve'aha Amart Nihalan. And he told it to us, in the following context. Now keep in mind, we've said many times of Yosef at the end of his life went blind <clears throat> and he forgot a lot of his learning. So therefore many times he needed to be reminded by his students, in this case Abaye, of different teachings that he did indeed say. The Amar Shemuel, Shemuel said, En bitul reshut lechatzer. Shemuel holds a rule as follows, that this law of bitul reshut, that you could nullify your residence or relinquish it to everybody else, this is only said to one chatser, meaning residence in the same chatser, where is the normal place where people use uh, that area. People of the chatser use the chatser area. However, in order to extend it, meaning from one chatser to another so the law was not said of bitul reshut. Which means, since each chatser technically can carry in their own chatser, we do not uh, use the law of bitul reshut. So that was the law of Shemuel. Again, we read, Amar Shemuel, Shemuel taught, and bitul reshut, the person cannot be mevatel reshut. Mechatzer, lechatzer, from one chatzer to another. Meaning, 
only members of the same chatzir, this hetir of one guy, let's say, forgot to make the eruv, he can be vatil as they shoot to the other guys, and they can carry. But you cannot do it from one chatzir to another. Furthermore, the end bitul reshut, bitul reshut also does not work. Bechurba. Let's say you have a churba, a um, dilapidated house, structured house, in between uh, two homes, uh, two homes on either side of a churba, which would just, let's say, a, uh, a shared uh, ground in front of them. Also, the people of the hatse, or the people of the homes, cannot make bitul reshut in such a case, which means like this. Let's say the two homes on either side, uh, they want to make uh, an Eruv Hatserot amongst them. So two different Hatserot, each one can join together to make an Eruv. However, let's say uh, one of the people in the Hatser say, listen, I will mevatel my rights to the Hurba. And therefore... Uh, you know, they mevatel, the other chaser can uh, annex and carry into the churba on Shabbat. This is going to be asur. Again, they only allowed bitul in a private chaser. Here, you have two chaser with the churba in the middle. It's shared property. Technically, both can use it, but the law of bitul, for example, if they want to make a chaser amongst a bitul for themselves together, permissible meaning both chatserot on both sides of the churba, they can make an eruv combined, and they can carry from one chaser through the churba to the other chaser, no problem. However, it would be forbidden for them to make the concept of bitul. For example, if let's say uh, they wanted to make an eruv amongst themselves, and one of the people forgot to join, so to make bitul the shoot, to allow the other one to carry in the churba, does not apply. So that's what it means when it says... Um, <coughs> now, that's what Shemuel said. And you, Rabbi Yosef, told us on this. When did Shemuel say that Bitul Deshut does not work from Chatser to Chatser? It only is talking about a case where you have two Chatserot that are side by side and there's a door that connects them both. Like we learned earlier, since each Chatser can make their own Eruv, so we were not leaning with the Seter of Bitul Deshut. But if they are back to back to each other, since without making a roof for both of them, so they are said each other, because the back people, since they can have rights to the front to walk through, so if they don't join in the Eruv, they're going to Osir. In that case over there, we say, Mebatlin. So therefore, Abba Yisraelin, you were the one that told us this Hiluk between, if they're back to back, or they are side by side. So Amar Lis, when Rabbi Yosef heard this, he says back to Abba Ana Amina Mishumet, Mishumet Did I say this in the name of Shemuel? <laughs> he says, Shemuel made another statement that says, when it comes to the laws of Erubin, we cannot add <coughs> more permissible cases, more than is said in the Mishnah. Which means, if it says it in the Mishnah, fine. But if it doesn't say it in the Mishnah, you can't be more lenient. And what does it say in the Mishnah regarding Bitul Deshut? And Shehatzer, it clearly says, the people of a chatzir, that a, people that are living in a chatzir, one chatzir, that they forgot to make an eruv, 
meaning one of the, let's say, one of the residents. So then they can mevatel the reshut to the other residents. Again, when they mevatel the reshut, they're out. And therefore they don't ruin the eruv. But if you medayek the Mishnah, it says, anche hatser, velo anche hatserot. But it doesn't say hatserot, implying that when it comes to two hatserot, even if it's one behind the other, the concept of bitul will not work. So Rabbi Yosef comes along and says like this, how could I have said such a statement? That Shemuel was matir, back to back Hatserot, the concept of Bitul Reshut. Shemuel himself said we have a law that you can't be lenient more than what it says in the Mishnah. And the Mishnah's mashma and Sheikh Hatser, that only one Hatser has this ability to make the concept of Bitul. So comes the Gemara and says, he answered him, Amar Rabbi when you made that statement to us of Shemuel that you only go like the Mishnayot you said it regarding this meaning on that statement that we're going to learn later on in the Mishnah you taught us a rule and the rule was like this that when it comes to a mavui, right, the law of a mavui is to carry it on Shabbat, you need an adjustment. We said a lehi or a korah. Now, you need another tenai. It's not called a mavui unless you have in the mavui at least two hatserot that are open into the mavui. And at least in each hatser, you have to have at least two homes. Which means that's what you were referring to when you quoted Shemuel's statement that you cannot be more lenient than the Mishnah. Meaning, Shemuel made a diuk from the Mishnah, as we're going to learn later on, and his diuk meant to say that for a mavui, to me a mavui, it's got to be like the Mishnah implied. That what? It's got to have two chatserot and two homes in each chatser. But regarding this other Mishnah, Anche Hatser, you never told us that it's only specifically one Hatser. That's when you can make Bitul Reshut. Even in two Hatserot it is permissible. So therefore, in review of this point, before we go further, according to Shemuel, a Hatser, Penimi, and a Hatser the law of Bitul Reshut would apply. <coughs> and it is no question from the Mishnah that said, Anche Hatser can make Bitul because who had deen and she hatserot. And that which Shemuel said, that was teaching us another law, for mavui to be permissible, to be adjusted, you need at least two hatserot with two batim in the hatser, in each respective hatser. And we continue. The Gemara goes back again to Shemuel's statement and is now going to analyze Gufa, we learned. Amar Shemuel, Shemuel taught en bitul reshut mechatzer lechatzer. You taught us that what from one chatzer to another chatzer means they're side by side. Bitul reshut will not help. Ve'en bitul reshut bechorba. Nor can you make bitul reshut if you have uh, two homes that are opened into a chorba. The Gemara shows with Rabbi Yohanan Amar. Rabbi Yohanan argued. And he said, Yesh bitul reshut mechatser lechatser. Indeed, you do have bitul reshut even. And two chatsot that are side by side. The yesh bitul reshut mechurba. And you also have the law of bitul reshut regarding the 
Qurba. Meaning, over here we see the makhluket clearly between Shemuel and Rabbi Yohanan. The Gemara now is going to ask, what do they have to argue in both cases? It seems clearly over here, we understand the underpinnings of the makhluket. Which means, this concept of bitul uh, reshut, it seems the makhluket is that Rabbi Yohanan allows this concept of bitul reshut, <clears throat> even from chatser to chatser, meaning, even though that's not their ikar dwelling, meaning they have the chatser in front of them, but in order to allow them to even carry in the chatser next to them, he allows the concept of bitul reshut, meaning the guy that forgot to make the erukim mevatil is reshut, and therefore you can carry both chatserot so long as there was an eruv made uh, for uh, for both of them. So the Yohanan is a little more flexible, whereas Shemuel is more strict. He says no, bitul reshut will only work, let's say, in your own chatser, where that's your ikat tashmish. That's where you actually have your usage. So to carry in your chatser, bitul reshut will work. Why did they have to argue in both? Cases, so the Gemara says Utsricha. We need both cases. Diashmir and Mechatzer lechatzer. Because if you only told me that they're arguing in one chatzer to another chatzer, Behaka Amar Shmuel. In this case, I say Shmuel says that between the two doesn't work. Mishum Dehat Hashmishdal Lechud Vehat Hashmishdal Lechud because each chatzer has their own each. Each all of the homes have their own chaser and they have their own usage in their own chaser and therefore it's not necessary for me to be lenient to use this concept of bitul they should for a guy that forgot to be part of the eruv to allow both chaserot to carry it's not necessary each one has their own chaser however about churba when you have this churba this uh, area in between the two homes the tashmishtach where it's actually shared it's standing there for usage of both homes on either side. So therefore, I might say that in this case he will hold between the shoot will work. That it doesn't. So therefore the reason why he had to tell me both cases was like this. Because I would have thought maybe according to Shemuel, when does between the shoot not work? When it's two chaserot. Because anyway they have their own chaserot to carry in. To extend their area of carrying to the principle of between the shoot, we're not going to say. But in the case of a Qurba, where it's standing in front of both homes, where it's a, it's a common ground, I might think that, be, that Shemuel will say that between the shoot does work. Kamash Marlan. No, that even in that case as well, Yes, you can carry in front of your homes, but legabe uh, this over here for one chaser to to relinquish their rights to the other chaser to carry in the churba bitul will not work in such case. Now vechiyet marbeha, and if you only told me the case of the churba, I would say the opposite. Beha kamar Rabbi Yohanan. I would say in this case, Rabbi Yohanan says that <clears throat> there is a concept of. Bitul uh, reshut because it serves for both homes. It's in between both homes. But in the case of two chaserot, where each chaser is separate, he might agree to shemuel. Said he, I never have to say that case as well. So basically, we have a machloket again between shemuel and Rabbi Hanan to the extent of when do we say bitul reshut? Shemuel says we don't say mechatzer lechatzer when they are next to each other or when there's a korban between. And according to Rabbi. Yohanan, you say it in those cases as well. <clears throat> Comes the Gemara and says, Amar Abayya Abayya says, Had Amar, 
Shemuel. That what Shemuel said in Bitul Dishut Mechaser Lachaser. When do we say there's no Bitul from Hatser to Hatser? Lo Amalan Ela Bishte Hatserot Upeta Achad Benim. Again, we repeat when there's two Hatserot that are next to each other and there's a door connecting them. Avashte Hatserot Zulifni Mizu. But when you have two Hatserot that are Zulifni Mizu Pinimi and Chitzona Mitoch Sheosrim Mebatim. So again, we explain the logic again. When you have the two Hatserot that are next to each other. We're not going to be lenient to have this uh, bitul issued business. Meaning, we're going to say what? That each chatzer will make their own eruv. And if one of them forgot, let's say, they cannot bevatel their reshut to the other uh, chatzer. So that's the opinion of Abaye. The way he explains, again, Amar Abaye. Abaye said, that which Shemuel said, he makes the difference between two chatzerot that are side by side from each other, then two chatserot that are back to back. However, Rava argues, Rava Amar, afilu shte chatserot zu lifnim mizu. Even if you have chatserot that are back to back to each other, pe'amim, sometimes mevatlin, u pe'amim she'en mevatlin. It depends. Even in that case, where the Hatserot are back to back, sometimes the concept of Bitul will work, and sometimes it will not. Again, now Rabbah is going to give us the rules, and then the Gemara is going to explain each one of the rules. And the Gemara says, Ketzat. This is Rabbah's opinion again. Natnu eruvan bachitsona. Let's say they place the eruv in the outer Hatser. Okay, you have the dwellers in the outer Hatser. So they place the common Eruv, meaning we have a common Eruv between the Pinimi and the Hitzona. Both Hatserot need to have a common Eruv for them to carry. So they decided to place it in the Hitzona. What happened? The Shachach Echad, but one of the dwellers forgot to join in. Ben Mena Pinimit, whether he's from the inner Hatser, Uben Mena Hitzona, both the Pinimi and the Hitzona, both are forbidden. If they place the Eruv in the inner Hatser, and if one of the inner dwellers forgot, also both are going to be Asur. So basically, according to Rava, we have three cases where both Pinimi and Hitzona are Asur. If they put the Eruv in the Hitzona, then no matter where the resident that forgot comes from, whether he's from the Pinimi or the Hitzona, both Hatzrot are going to be forbidden. Whereas if they, if they place the Eruv in the Pinimi, only if the one that forgot is from the Pinimi, then both are going to be Asur. However, if they place the Eruv in the Pinimi, and I continue with the Gemara, Beshachach Echad and one of the members of the outer Hatser forgot to join in, Velo Irav, Pinimit Muteret, the Pinimit is Muteret, Vechitsona Asura. And now the Gemara is going to explain the 
cases. Now, let's discuss just quickly this last case that we just said. Before we go further in the Gemara, you place the Eruv in the Pinimit. Okay, in the inner Hatzer. One of the members of the outer Hatzer, well again, we wanted to join in with them so we can both can carry, uh, he forgot to make the Eruv. So the Gemara says clearly the Pinimit is permissible. Now let's understand the logic why the Pinimit is permissible. Because the law that she explains would be like this. Let's understand the mechanics. Before these Hatserot made in Eruv, it's obvious while the Pinimi has rights in the Hitzonah, because that's the only way it can get out, the Hitzonah does not have rights in the Pinimit at all. And it just walks out into the Mavui. It cannot walk into the Pinimi. Uh, however, once they placed an Eruv in the Pinimi, so that joins both Hatserot. So now it's considered as if the Hitzona are dwellers in the Pinimit. That's what the Eruv does. The Eruv joins them all together as if it's considered one big Hatser. And now that since one of the members of the outer Hatser forgot to join in the Eruv with his members, so now already the Hitzonah is forbidden to carry in their own Hatser because one of their members is not joining the Eruv. So therefore, they are considered regel ha'asura bimkoma. They are considered a regel, a people that are forbidden to carry in their area. And therefore, they would oser in the pinimit as well. Because uh, since they had an iruv, so therefore they have rights to go into the Pinimit, but since they are forbidden in their place, they should also now the Pinimit. Uh, so therefore, uh, as she explains, the Benechi uh, the people that are in the uh, outer Hatzer, uh, they would be Mevatel their Reshut to the Pinimi, which means uh, they say, we're out, the whole Hatzer, uh, would have to say, we relinquish our rights of passage into your Hatser, just like it was before the Eruv. And therefore the Pinimi who has the Eruv in their area would be permissible to carry. Let me explain that to you one more time. You see, the people that are in the Pinimi, they made an Eruv with the guys that are in the Hitzona. Beautiful. Everybody now is able to carry seemingly. But what happened? What happened is, one of the guys in the Hitzonah forgot to be partake in the Eruv. Now, since he forgot to partake in the Eruv, that whole Hatzera Hitzonah is forbidden to carry for themselves. But once they're forbidden to carry for themselves, that's the deen of Regel HaSunab and therefore, they're also for, they also now make it Asu technically to carry in the Hatzera uh, Pinimid as well. I mean, the Pinimid guys will also be Asu. Because since they made an Eruv, Right? The other dwellers made an Eruv with them, so therefore they're one. Once they become forbidden, so they also now forbid the Pinimi, because they have rights. You understand? Now they have rights to go in. So therefore they are regular or sitting command, they are 
the Hatzid they have rights to. And since their Eruv now uh, is no good in the sense that one of the guys did not join in, so they will say the Pinimi. So the only way that the Pinimi will be permissible is they have to relinquish their rights. They have to be mifatel their uh, rights to the uh, Hatzid. Meaning they have to relinquish their passage rights into the Hatzid Pinimi. So that explains the logic of the last case. Again, the last case was, they put an Eruv in the Pinimi, a guy in the Hatser, HaChitzonah, forgot to join in, so we say the Hitzonah is forbidden, Pinimit Mutar. Hitzonah Asur, obviously because their Eruv is no good, one guy didn't join in. Pinimit Mutar, because we'll say they were Mevati, Hitzonah was Mevatil Reshut to them, and therefore the Pinimi, who has the Eruv in their domain, can carry. Now the Gemara explains the other three scenarios, and we explain one by one. Natnu Eruban Bahitsona. So they put the Eruv in the Hitsona, in the outer Hatser. Case number one. Veshachach Echad. Ben mina pinimit, u ben mina chitzonah, no matter who forgot. When they put it in the outer one, doesn't matter where their f- uh, forgetful residence was, in the inner or the outer, velor irat, shetehin asurot. Now the Gibbon explains the logic. Hai bar pinimit leman nivatel. In the case where the forgetful residence was in the pinimit, the Gemara says, there is no option going to Rabat to make bitul. Meaning, why don't you say it like this? Why don't you say the guy who forgot, he's ruining it for everybody. Let him mivatil his residence to somebody. And by being mivatil your residence, so already he's considered out, and then the rest of the people in the pinimi, the chitzonah technically should be able to carry. So the Gebarah says, Haibar pinimit leman nivatil. Who do you want it to mivatil his reshut to? Livatel levne pinimit? Yeah, why don't you say he'll his reshut to the other residents of the pinimit in order to uh, make it permissible? The Gebara says, Leta le'erubayhu gavayhu. Meaning their eruv is not found by them. Meaning their eruv is where in this case? Their eruv is in the kitsona. Which means the Gebara is saying like this, the Hatzeda Hitzona, even after, let's say, he makes Bitul to the other residents of the uh, Pinimit, it's not going to help anything. Because even for its own Hatzed, even for the Pinimit, it's not going to be good. Now, let's just understand the mechanics. Once you say for the Pinimi, it's no good. For whatever reason, we'll explain in a moment. So then already, if the Pinimi is Asur, so that's regular Asura Koma. And since they made in Ayruv, so therefore they're going to Oser the Hitsona uh, as well. The question is, why can't they, why can't the resident of forgot make Bitul? So the Mefarshim, and that she has understood to explain it, is like this. The, technically the way it should work is, let the guy who forgot make Bitul to the other members of the Penimi. Problem is over here, the two Hatserot made an Eruv amongst them. In order they can be considered one Hatser. Bitul Reshut over here will not work if he only makes it for the Pinimi. Now, 
the Gemara is going to say in a moment, you cannot make bitul to everybody. Why don't you just say, let him be batil to his hatzir and to the other hatzir, because now it's all one. Because the Gemara is going to give a rule over here that's going to say, you can't make bitul from uh, hatzir to hatzir. So that option is not an option. So to go to everybody, you can't. So why can't you make it in your own shoot meaning to the uh, penny meat? So to that, that she explains is, uh, even if you're going to do that, even if you're going to have a tail, let's say, to his own members of his hatzed, they're still not going to be allowed to carry. Because where is the Eruv in this case? The Eruv is in the... Hitsona. Since the Eruv is in the Hitsona, once one of the members is Mevatel their Reshut, so nobody would be allowed to carry. Seems they cannot even rely on the Eruv that now is in the Hitsona. So again, let's try to figure out what the option in this case is. One of the guys in the Pinimi forgot to make an Eruv. So what do you want to tell him to do? We're trying to figure out a scenario that he could do something to allow everybody to still be able to carry. Well, why don't you let him be batel to everybody? Meaning to the people that are in his hatzir, as well as the people uh, in the hatzir ha-chitsona. I was going to say in a moment, you can't make bitul from hatzir to hatzir. Okay, so that's not an option. Okay, let him make bitul to the people in the pinimi itself. Well, that's not an option, because if he makes bitul to the people in the pinimi, the Gemara is, going to, is, is saying here, the way that she's understanding, that what? Although he relinquishes himself, but the people in the Pirimi are still going to be forbidden. Why? Because since they do not have the Eruv, the Eruv is in the Hitsona. So now, once this guy is Mivatel himself, meaning he's Mivatel, his Rishut to them, and the Eruv is not Gabayhu, they are not going to be allowed to carry, and therefore they're Osir, it's Regal HaAsura Bimkoma, so they're Osir the Hatsir uh, in front of them. So that's the logic of the case of Rava in that case. Let's read it again in the Gemara. Natnu eruban If they put their eruv in the chitzona. Starting again from the first case. So the Gemara says, Hi bar This guy in the penimit, who are you going to let him mevatel his reshut? The batel, the penimit, if you're going to attempt to make Bitul to the other members of the Pinimit in order to matir it let Their Erub is not found by them, it's only in the Khatzer Hachitsona. And therefore they still would not be allowed to carry it was going to be considered a scenario of a Regular Asura Ibn Kumar is going to oser everybody. So the Gemara says, Ibn Hitsuna. So why don't you let them mevatil also, uh, which means let them mevatil their rights of passage through the Hitsuna, which means let them make bitul to the pinimi. They are forbidden, true. And let them, but still says that passage rights to the Hitsuna, let them mevatil that passage rights as well. The Gemara says, in bitul reshut mechatzer lechatzer. In this case over here, it would be forbidden still because you cannot make bitul from hatzer le hatzer. Now, Rashi over here, before we go to the next uh, two cases, Rashi over here has a very interesting question. Seemingly, he figured out a way how to relieve this issue. He says we can make at least a Hatzir Kitsuna permissible. 
How? Instead of saying, let the fellow that did not make the Eruv, mevatel his reshut to the other members of the Pinimit, let's do the opposite. Let's let the members of the Pinimit that did make the Eruv, let them mevatel their reshut to the guy that did not make the Eruv. Let's do the opposite way. What would happen in such a case? Well, he would be permissible then to carry in the Hatser. Because since they all have tell his, their shoot to him, he's like one dweller in the Hatser. And therefore, uh, he would be permissible uh, in the... Uh, in his reshut, and therefore comes out that the pinimit has a status of regel hamuteret bimkoma. And remember, according to the Shitab the Hakamim, regel hamuteret bimkoma is not oser shelo bimkoma. And therefore, since the other bnei pinimit mebatel their reshut, so they would be forbidden to carry. However, they are not going to be oser the chitzona. Because, bottom line, they still made an Eruv with the outer Hatser. So therefore, technically, we figured out a way to make the Eruv Chitsona, the, I'm sorry, the Hatser Chitsona permitted. I explain again. Let the members of the Hatser Apinimi that made the Eruv, they will mevatel their rights to the guy that didn't make the Eruv. Good. So now, this uh, guy over here, who did not make an Eruv, since they were Vatil did shoot to him, he's in the same Hatser, it's permissible, he'd be able to carry. That's considered regular Muteret. And therefore, he's not going to forbid the members of the Hatser Hitzona. True, the members that Mevatil did shoot, they will be forbidden to carry in their own Hatser. So technically, you'll say it's regular Asura Bimkoman, but since they did make an Eruv, they're the ones that made Eruv with the so seemingly they should not be Osir them. So that she answers that once the members of the inner Hatser Mivatil Rishut, automatically they also Mivatil their Eru that they made with the Bene Hitsunah. Because what's the Pshat that they made the Eru with the Bene Hitsunah? Which means they were giving them rights. Which means Eruv means you have rights now to come into our area. But once they relinquish their rights to that guy, so therefore their Eruv also becomes uh, relinquished. And therefore it's as if they did not make any Eruv at all. And therefore it's considered Tirisata Regel Ha'asura, which means they're forbidden to carry in their area. There's no Eruv with the other area as well. So therefore they would be forbidden. So that is not an option. So therefore the Gebarah says, that's the logic of the first deen of Rabbah. Second deen. Next case. A guy forgot to make the Eruv in the Hitzona. Again, the Eruv is in the Hitzona. Right? The Eruv is in the Hitzona. Now we're talking about one of the Hitzona guys forgot to make the Eruv. Hi, bar Hitzona, the man nevatel. So let the one of the Hitzona guys that forgot to make the Eruv. Let him be nevatel to the other guys. So the Gebarah says, who's he going to nevatel to? Nevatel to the Hitzona. Is he going to mevatel his eruv? Sorry. Is he going to mevatel his residence to bene chitzona? He said that's not going to help. Ika pinimit de asra alayu. What does this mean? You have to remember. You have the chatzera pinimit, right? Now, since this guy forgot to be part of the eruv, so therefore the shituf between the pinimit and the chatzera is forbidden. 
And therefore, the Bnei Pinimit now are assured to carry in their area, because again, the Eruv is not by them. The Eruv is by the Hitzonah. And since in the Hitzonah already you're telling us that one of the guys forgot, so that Eruv is no good, so the Pinimit are forbidden. Now, uh, once already you're telling me that the Pinimit is Asur, they are going to Osir the Hitzonah because of the Risata Regel, that they have, uh, that rights to a passage. And the rule again is, since the Pinimit is going to be Asur, it's Regel Asurah Bimkoma, it's Osirit Shelo Bimkoma. Again, once already you made the Eruv Mishutaf, you made this joint Eruv between the Pinimit and the Hats and the Hitzonah. So now already, uh, once the guy in the outer Hatser forgot to make the Eruv, he cannot mevatil his reshut to his own Hatser alone. Now, he cannot make the bitul to everybody, because we learned the rule that you can't make bitul reshut mehatser lehatser. So let him at least make his bitul to the members of his Hatser, and therefore, uh, let's say the Hitzona will be uh, forbidden, and uh, at least uh, make the uh, pinimit permissible, that's not going to be good, because the pinimit does not have the Eruv by them. The Eruv is in the Chitzonah. So therefore, since the Eruv is in the Chitzonah, so therefore, uh, the pinimit now becomes Asur. Once the pinimit comes Asur, they osir in turn the Chitzonah as well, because of Regal Asura bin Kumas. So let's review this case again inside. Libtil libne Chitzonah. If you're going to tell me to let them tell to the Bnei Chitzonah, well, the Pinimi is going to osir them. Why? Because since the Pinimi does not have the Eruv by them, so therefore they are going to be concerned. And what? One of the members of the Shituf did not join. He forgot to make an Eruv. So they become Asur. Since they become Asur, they osir the Chitzona. So give us fun. Let the uh, guy in the Chitzona mevatil his rights. To the pinimit, or actually let the whole chatzed achitzona mevatel their passageway to the pinimit, and if at least let the pinimit carry and bitul rishut mechatzed lechatzed. Well, that doesn't work either because bitul rishut does not work mechatzed lechatzed. Now we explain the third scenario where it's no good. Natnu eruban bepinimit. If let's say they place their eruv in the inner chatzed, veshachach echad min pinimit velo irab, and one of the members of the pinimit did not make the Eruv, Shetehen Asuru, both Hatserot are forbidden. So the Gabbara says, why? Haibar Pinimit, the man Nebatel. Who do you want the Pinimit guy to? Mevatel is the Shutu. Nebatel of Nebatel, let him Nebatel to the other member of the Pinimit in order to uh, allow uh, them, the rest of the people to carry. It's not going to help. Ika Chitzona de Asra Alayu. Because again, as we learned, since they all considered one shituf, everybody made an eruv together. So all considered one chatzir. And therefore the people of the outer chatzir have rights in, in the inner chatzir. Right? Because they're able to walk in now. So therefore once this guy in the inner forgets to make an eruv, and let's say he's mevatil, there's a shoot to the it doesn't matter. So technically you'll say, oh, the pinimit should be permissible. Because now the guy with mevatil is a shoot. Yeah, well, wait. The guys in the Hatzera Chitzona, since now it's forbidden for them to carry, because bottom line, one of the guys of the group forgot to make the Eruv, so they're considered Egel Asura. So they're going to forbid them. They're forbidden themselves. They're going to forbid also their uh, the uh, Pinimit as well. So you say, fine. Why don't you then say, Libatil Ibn Chitzona? 
let the guy in the pinimi make bitul to the pinimi guys, and let him make bitul also to the chatzir asma. Meaning, let the chatzir pinimi relinquish their rights into the hitzona. So that's not going to help because in bitul reshut mechatzir lechatzir. And since there's no bitul from chatzir to chatzir, so the chatzir pinimit is going to be asur, and therefore they're going to be also the chatzir pinimit as well. So those are basically the three scenarios of Rabbah. In tomorrow's that we're going to explain the scenarios where it'll be permissible, and the Gemara is going to analyze. Baruch Amen, amen.